0: Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everybody's
1: having a wonderful day today. And how are you doing today, Ted? <laughs> I'm doing absolutely wonderful, Austin. We're having a problem getting Austin hooked up this morning, and, and so we're, he's with us right now. And I want to share with you guys real quick this morning, you know, yesterday I talked in detail about the silver market and what was going on, and I talked about the naked shorts. And what we have now is a massive disconnect between the actual silver market and the paper market because we have shortages of silver all over the world. But the paper market threw so many naked shorts, probably billions of dollars in naked shorts in, that they've driven the price back down to $26 an ounce. I warned you guys yesterday this market was going to be too big to try to manipulate with Reddit and the few people that involved with that because a few billion dollars won't make any difference. Plus, as long as they have the ability to throw naked shorts into the market to push the paper price down, it has an effect also on the physical metal. The problem is right now you're paying 10 $15 per ounce in premiums on some of these sites who don't even have silver anymore. So there's a giant mess happening right now in the spot price of silver. And again, a lot of manipulation was taking place in the markets in gold back in 1933. The uh, gold was going for more than they said it was worth. The Rothschild banking cartel petitioned the exchange stability fund through Roosevelt to go in and make it illegal to hold gold because they couldn't manipulate the market well enough because people were trying to get away from the funny money and had shifted back to the gold standard basically because they were still used to using gold because their parents and grandparents had actually paid with gold coin prior to 1913. It was actually considered a type of currency to be used, and that was only 20 years earlier. And so they remembered how to use silver eagles and gold to pay for bills. And so what Franklin Delano Roosevelt and his socialist communists – indoctrination center called Washington, D.C. did is they made it illegal to hold gold. And we could not hold the gold again for another 50, 60 years after that simply because they didn't want it to be used as a means of exchange. So we have the same thing happening now. We have people bidding up the price of silver. They're shorting it on the markets because they don't want to show the actual price inflation index that's occurring all over the world and the loss of value of the petrodollar. That's what all of this is about. is about obfuscation and trying to cover up what they're doing with the inflation and the amount of currency they've put into circulation. Remember, the M1 money supply was less than a trillion dollars in 2008. Now we have 10, 15, 20 times that if we can get real numbers from anybody, not even including the derivatives, which are in quadrillions of dollars. So the U.S. dollar is on its way out. I'm letting you guys know that. Now, it'll be a slow demise because they don't want to just drop this as an exchange currency as the international currency of the world or as the international petrodollar because they're trying to implement a cryptocurrency as quickly as they possibly can. That's the goal. The problem is they're having technical issues trying to do that. Bitcoin has been and is continuing being used as a, how should I say, test in order how to get this going and getting it implemented around the world. Once they have the cryptocurrency in place, at that point they can inflate, deflate, do whatever they want to do as quickly as they want without having to be bothered with pesky dollar bills and printing currency. This is very important to them because that way if you, as a peasant, don't do what you're supposed to do as a peasant, they can freeze your accounts. Take your cryptocurrency away and basically prevent you from buying or selling. Or if you don't want to take the mark of the beast, they can prevent you from buying or selling. This is exactly what the Bible says is going to happen. This is why it's so important, guys. Listen to me. You've got to go back to the spiritual aspect of what's happening. Without the spiritual aspect of what happened in Genesis chapter 6 with the fallen angels and all the things that occurred thousands and thousands of years ago. And these entities have been here and are still here and are still ruling things from the shadows. If you don't go back to that and see what's happened, you simply cannot, you absolutely cannot understand from a clarity standpoint who these people are and what they've done and why they do what they do. It's so important to realize that we've got a shadow government, a rule by secrecy, as Jim Mars used to say, beneath us. You know, we see that in our local political stuff. We talked about that, I talked about that yesterday. We see that in our county governments, we see that in our state governments, and it's also nationally and it's also internationally, this rule by secrecy of these quote unquote secret organizations and clandestine groups that come in from behind the scenes and basically are kingmakers. They put people in the positions of power, and then they use those people to meet their needs or to create what they want to create. That's what we have going on. And the international banking cartel, which are cabalists, they're the ones that are running the planet. They're the ones that shut the planet down with coronavirus. They're the ones that have done all of these horrible things to us because they can Because we've given them the authority to do that because we have elected officials that are absolutely and totally corrupt like that syphilis-infected Woodrow Wilson who started this mess with the Federal Reserve Bank over 100 years ago and with Samuel Untermyer. And see, if you look at those guys, there was one underlying motive for both of them. It was basically to bring in a new world order, a new world government, and they used this whole thing with Zionism and a lot of other issues – as a framework to set this thing up, and once we understand that and realize what these Kabbalists believe, then we understand where we are and what's happened. This morning, I saw again they're hanging rainbow flags at all of our embassies all over the world. Now, why is that? Because the rainbow flag simulates the homosexual community. Also, it also tells about talk. You know, promotes the transgender. Agenda. It also promotes the hermaphroditic agenda. And this is all part of the Kabbalah. This is all part of the Zohar. Here's the article from Breitbart. Secretary of State Anthony Bilkin orders LGBT flags flown at U.S. embassies all over the world will name special envoy for gay rights. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. LGBT activists are cheering the Secretary of State. Bilkin announcement that he will reverse an order from President Trump and put up pride flags at U.S. embassies around the world. (laughs) The Biden administration is off to a hopeful start, quote, as Secretary of State nominee Anthony Bilkin has confirmed the recommitment commitment to the LGBTQ whatever rights in a memo from July 2020, Former Secretary of Defense Mark Esper released a list of flags permitted to be displayed at U.S. embassies. Missing from the list was the gay flag, which Esper compared to the Confederate flag. Prior to the ban, embassy raised the flag during Pride Month on the official embassy flagpole. So, again, the Kabbalists believe that God is a hermaphrodite, that you are closer to God if you're gay, and you're really close to God if if you're a hermaphrodite or you're a transgender, this is what's going on. And the problem is, very few talk shows. In fact, we, I think, are the only ones. Unless I'm a guest on with Jeff and you know, on with Hagman, talk about this because this is some this is some this is some weird stuff. All right. Now, I understand that some people basically are messed up at childbirth and while they're in utero because they're being given hormones. The mother's doing it either intentionally or unintentionally with soy or with, with growth hormones from animals. I got that. I understand that you can change a person's sexual identity by putting in estrogen when they're a little boy and they're in utero inside of their mother's uterus. And you could actually change how they think and how they look and everything else. I got that. All right. And these kids that that was done to basically that child had no choice in that matter. I got that. So I try my best to be as tolerant as I possibly can of other people's values when it comes to this because of that. Okay? But it's still a choice that these folks are making, and it's something they're trying to force on everybody now, not because of these children and what's happened to them in utero, but because of the hermaphroditic agenda of the Kabbalists that run the doggone planet. That's why this is happening, and we need to understand this. So we have to do everything we possibly can to be respectful of everybody, but to make these folks realize this is not the agenda that we want. You know, if somebody's doing something to you and you don't like it, you got to say something about it. That's just the point. This morning I called up my health insurance company and they jacked up my doggone health insurance rates. I have no idea why. And you know, they basically just started charging me like to increase my my premiums by 50%. I never agreed to this. So I called them up and I said, Why are you doing this? And they said, oh, we added your end-of-life policy. And I said, end-of-life policy? Said, what the heck negative confession is that? And they said, oh, well, we automatically do that when you turn 65. So now we figure you're planning on dying and you don't want to talk about it. So we added the end-of-life policy to your policy, you know, and we just decided to do that. And I'm like, where did I sign for this in writing that I wanted an end-of-life policy and I would never speak that negative stuff over myself? And so we had a big discussion right before the show started. Finally, I hung up on them because I couldn't get anything done. I said, I was back charging my credit card. I, you have no right to do this. This is the problem, guys. We can't allow people. This must be a Christian organization. It's like, a, it's like a, you know, a cost share program for health insurance. They don't have the right to do things to you without express permission from you exactly with what's going on with the new world order. They have to have your permission to do things to you. They can't just do stuff. And so you have to show them that you're not willing to accept this. It's like I've told you this before, this, this analogy. If somebody brings you a basket full of pit vipers to your front door, a bunch of rattlesnakes and cotton mouse and everything else, and they say, oh, by the way, we sent this to you because we thought you'd like these snakes in your house. You don't have to open the door. You can tell them to get the heck out of your yard and off your property, get, your, get these snakes out of here. That's how we have to be now as far as how we talk to these people and how we present ourselves. It's time, guys, that we no longer allow them to force us into their agenda. That's what they're doing. You know, Rand Paul, who actually gets something right every once in a while, now is complaining that what we're doing in Washington, D.C. with all of these military personnel and all of this barbed wire and razor wire everywhere gets a really bad impression of the United States to all the other countries in the world. And he's absolutely right. There's absolutely no reason to live like this and allow these clowns to do it. But it's this communist agenda like we warned you guys was going to happen with Biden. They're pushing everything as far as they possibly can as fast as they possibly can. Why? Because it's what they want because it's their father Lucifer that's running the show and telling them what to do. Always remember that. Austin, what do you think?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. There's there's no doubt about it. It's it's what we talked about last week, and I was concerned to see what was going to happen with silver, and I had a feeling that they were going to do this as far as with shorting the market so aggressively. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to discourage everybody in the markets, in the physical metal realm, that nobody has control, and they couldn't be any further from the truth. The market... And the populace of this country has much more control than we even understand. You can look at the finest example of what happened with GameStop. They were unprepared for that. Now, what's happened is there's been so much media hype around the Reddit conversations. And now we know that pretty much Homeland Security, which is in control of the giant banking cartel, continues to manipulate every single facet of the market at least the way they think they do, they basically have said, okay, we're going to show these kids that they don't have the power that they have. The biggest thing that people have to realize is you have to own physical right now. If you go on Atmex, the American Precious Metal Exchange that sells metals, to buy 1 to 19 ounces of Silver eagles. so just say buy 1 ounce Silver Eagle coin, All right now if you put one on a credit card, it's forty-three dollars. If you pay with like a check wire, it's like forty-two dollars. Okay, so it's forty-two to forty-three dollars for a one ounce silver eagle. If you look at the silver continuous contracts right now this morning, we're at twenty-seven dollars an ounce. Now, anybody in their right mind would say, Okay, this isn't this doesn't make sense. We're buying paper contracts for twenty-seven dollars an ounce, but if you want one ounce of silver in physical delivery, it's forty-three dollars. We're almost reaching a point to where if they short the metals any further and the premiums grow any faster at the point that people are buying it up, you're going to see almost a 100% premium in silver, which has literally never happened before in human history. This is the point in time right now where everybody has to realize the long game with silver. They're trying to discourage everybody right now. They did the same thing this morning at GameStop. They put huge short options in the market, and everybody that had gone in now with these hedge funds and bought up portions of GameStop sold. GameStop's around $100 a share right now. It was up to roughly over 340 $320 the end of last week. They did the exact same thing. So what everybody has to realize that's playing around in the markets right now is that these guys aren't just playing for money. They're playing for blood. They want to do everything they can to discourage the American populace into believing you don't have any control, you don't have any right to be in this market, and you sure as heck don't have any way of making money in it. This is why they're saying now that a lot of the individuals that are playing around with Reddit, they're going to be putting in basically options, put options for physical delivery of these contracts. If you're playing in the markets, that's one of the biggest things to do. Now, you have to be careful because if you go in and do that and you say, okay, I'm putting a bid in for on a 1,000 ounces silver, and it goes, and you take delivery of it, they're going to have to come up with it, and you're going to have to pay for it, but right now, what's going to happen is, You're going to see a lot of people start running that option. That's the best option to do right now is you have to have the option to take physical delivery of the metal. If everybody in the market started doing that, it would completely change the dynamics. They're all, everybody's going in trying to buy mining options and all these future options and paper options and stuff right now. Dude, they're going to manipulate the heck out of you. They're going to run through you like a railroad. That's exactly what they're going to do. Physical metal has to get to a point to where nobody can come up with it when they basically put in an option. They say, dude, I want a 1,000 ounces of physical. This is what I bid on. This is what I want. Because quite frankly, if you could take a 1,000 ounces of silver for $27 an ounce and somebody can come up with it, you just got yourself a lick. And that's what everybody has to start doing in the market. So be patient with it. Watch what happens in the next couple of weeks. I promise you, if everybody starts waking up to what's happening, the good thing about what's happening right now, this is the best part about what's happening, is the – Publicity this is getting. People that never even been involved in silver are now starting to look at silver. Well, that's a good thing because now people that are looking at silver are going, this doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. We're now looking at one of the biggest spreads of premiums that we've ever seen in history. Also, too, in other news, this is something that I want to bring up as well. Governor Newsom is now about to possibly be legitimately recalled as governor in the state of California. This will be his sixth recall attempt (laughs) in two years in term. That shows you what a piece of crap this guy is. Six recall attempts in two years. However, this time now, it's actually getting some serious attraction. There's over 1.3 million votes signatures, excuse me, signatures already signed to vote on recalling him. They need $1.5 million by March 17th. So they have almost a month and a half to get another 200,000 signatures, which is very possible. Now, this is funny. This is the irony. Now, you know in California – Voter fraud, ID, signatures, none of that matters in a presidential election. Well, now they're saying, ultimately, they may need to get 2 million signatures because some of them may be disqualified during the verification process. It's just funny to me this. But, however, it's very, very probable that if everybody in California starts waking up and standing their ground on this, they very well could recall this complete and total piece of garbage that has gone in now and single-handedly – Ruined California in the last two years. I mean, California was already on pretty much breathing treatments. It was on its life support. But what has happened now with this clown and the shutdowns and the lockdowns and everything he has done, a lot of people now have really come in and said, okay, this guy has no business being anywhere in politics. And you can go back and look at the aspect of what he's been involved in with China, the mask you know, thing that he did—the billion-dollar mass contract—it was complete and total shady debacle. Also, the aspect of what they talked about with the Nigerian scam artist that has been involved, basically, in taxpayers' money by hiking up the unemployment office and filing fraudulent claims. This guy's been involved in so many different things; it's unreal. Also, too, now if you saw, the CDC has basically gone full-blown authoritarian and demanded now that. All public transport users, planes, trains, buses, Uber, automobiles, must mandatorily wear a two-layer cloth mask now. This is nuts. And then what you had uh, Fauci, the bumbling bobblehead who makes more money than anybody else in the federal government and has never basically been even reprimanded, now came out last week and said two masks is going to work better than one. Everybody needs to wear two masks Then all of a sudden, yesterday, he comes out and says, well, there's no evidence at all that two masks are going to work whatsoever. This is literally – this man, and I brought it up on the show if you guys – are, I think it was three or four months ago. He came out, and there's an article that came out, and he went in to detail in this article about how Fauci has literally been double-minded in everything he said. He has contradicted himself on almost every single thing since the beginning of the pandemic or the alleged pandemic. Now, people go, oh, well, this guy, he just, you know, he's, he's a nutbag. Oh, well, he's definitely a nutbag. I'll agree with you on that. And he's a psychopath, in my opinion, as well. But he knows specifically what he's doing. He's using classic PSYOP techniques to continually confuse the American populace. Don't wear masks. Oh, mask works. Oh, you need a face shield. Face shields don't work. Oh, now you need to wear two masks. Well, two masks don't work. Now it doesn't matter what you wear. Even if you get the vaccine, you still got to wear a mask. Well, if you get the vaccine, you're safe, but you can infect other people, so other people need to wear masks, but you should wear a mask too because you can infect other people. He constantly coctinates himself, and then the CDC comes out and does what they did last week and mandates, and they also said too, face shields, bandana, scarves, t-shirts do not work, but double mask will. Now, here's the absolute lunacy with this. If I take a scarf, a giant scarf, big, thick, cold weather scarf, and I wrap it around my face, they say that doesn't work. But if I put on two little blue thin masks that help sawdust from getting in my lungs whenever I'm basically cutting something in the garage that absolutely have no scientific backing whatsoever that they stop virus particles at all oh, that's, that's totally fine. You can wear that. that. That works just fine. This is the idiotic ideology they're putting forward. And now also, too, we've had another doctor come out and say the same thing. He said there is zero evidence under any circumstances that regular masks protect you from viruses at all. And so this is the continued aspect of what we have to look at and understand this is nothing but a complete and total lie now to constantly move the goalposts. Are there viruses? Yes. Do you need to make sure you're running high doses of vitamin C and D3 on a regular basis? Yes. You should do that all the time regardless. But is this thing being used as a very slow, permanent, authoritarian lockdown maneuver to control people's every facet of their lives? 100% in Germany now. This is the first time we've seen this pretty much in any area. February 1st, as of yesterday, the northern state of Schalberg-Holstein is Germany's first corona prison. Reported by the Rare Foundation, RAIR Foundation, they've uncovered that quarantine offenders will be held at the former youth detention center. Inmates will be policed by former law enforcement. The crimes allegedly committed by these dangerous individuals include... Refusing to quarantine after engaged in travel or after coming in contact with a high-risk individual or after receiving a positive test result. Description of the lockdown facility is straight out of George Orwell's novel. The center is reportedly surrounded by bob wire, their razor wire and security fencing. It permits up to six people per room. Each convict is held in a 129-square-foot cell, metal bars cover the windows, and inmates' rooms and meals are allegedly delivered through a food flap and a heavy steel door. You cannot make up the level of tyranny that we're seeing now. And what has happened, and I've said this for years, every single country that you have seen these unbelievably draconian measures take place in have all been disarmed countries. Australia, New England, Europe, UK, etc. The whole reason why they have tried to push, I think they have five or six House bills now already in place, one of which is one of the most insane insane bills I've ever read in my life I think it's HR 127 that's been put forward and it basically demands a full registration of every single firearm it demands a full ban of all military style firearms which is any firearm that can take more than 10 rounds in a mag and if you do not register your firearm within 90 days of this bill going through. If they actually got it to go through and passed and signed into law by Biden, it is a minimum of a $250,000 fine and 10 years in prison if you are caught with an unregistered firearm. I'm not joking. You can go look it up right now. It's already been submitted to the House. Now, is this going to go through? I have the feeling that something like this, even the Senate, would do everything they could, including a full-blown filibuster, to make sure this didn't happen. But this is not a joke that they're doing. If you think we have lockdowns now, if you think we have mass requirements now, if you think we have full-blown police state measures, including the Capitol right now, just wait if they ever had the ability to disarm the American populace. Now, I don't think they're ever going to be able to get any of this to go through. And even if they did, it would be an all out fight on every single front. There's a reason why we're in the middle of an arms race right now. There's a reason why Glock 43 Xs are going for eight nine hundred dollars on GunBroker. There's a reason why 556 ammo is pushing upwards of a dollar fifty to two dollars a round right now on GunBroker. This is not an accident. We're in a full blown arms race right now. The American populace is buying up weapons and ammunition faster than they ever have in United States history, even before the Revolutionary War. We have even higher demand, even per population per capita, than we've ever seen. I was looking at the research on that yesterday. There's a reason why. Everybody understands what's going to start happening in the next couple of years. And like Dad said, it's not going to be something that happens tomorrow. It's not going to be something that happens next week. They're going to do a real slow internal rot of the country, and they're hoping that they can get as many bills, as many unconstitutional executive orders, and as much legislation ramrodded through that slowly erodes our rights to the point as soon as there is some type of aggressive conflict that breaks out. As you've already seen with Homeland Security last week, pretty much anybody and everybody that opposes anything against the narrative is immediately branded as American domestic terrorist now. It's pretty much encompasses over half the United States population on their list. That's not a joke either, nor is that an accident. Understand what's happening. Continue to wake up your friends,
1: keep your immune system strong and get this truth out there, Dad. You know, Austin, I, I agree with everything you said. And we you know the price of ammunition has gone through the roof. Guys, this is not the time. If you have a limited supply of ammunition, to go out and do training and burn up 500 rounds a day or a thousand rounds a day, this is not that time. Just, just newsflash for you: if you're going to train now, go do dry fire exercises. Really, really yes. important that you keep yes. training, but don't burn through your cache of, 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 of ammo. Because guys, you know, there's a movie out a few years ago. And it was Denzel Washington. It was called The Book of Eli. It was a post apocalyptic world. It's a pretty violent movie. I don't recommend it for children. But he basically had a gun with him, and everybody said, Oh, it doesn't matter. He's got a gun. He doesn't have any ammo for it because the ammo had long since been basically extinguished. There was none left. And he did have some ammo left, and he was able to defend himself. But they were so shocked that he actually had, you know, ammunition. I believe he was running nine millimeter. The thing about it is all of this stuff, it's so important we understand that these guys are playing for blood, like Austin said at the beginning. This is a full-blown Cloward and Piven takeover of the United States. They've overwhelmed our infrastructure with social welfare programs. They have done everything they possibly can in the last 60, 70, 80 years from a Frankfurt School standpoint to destroy the infrastructure of the American family. And that infrastructure of the American family was absolutely critical for maintaining nationalism in the United States. And they've destroyed that. They have. They've got everybody fighting against everybody. Now it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, here's how it has to work. If you've got a family and the family basically has an alpha male or a patriarch or a matriarch, if the dad is gone or has died or whatever, or he's refused to take responsibility or whatever, and the mother's running the family or the father's running the family, somebody's got to lead from an example standpoint somebody has to say hey look we're going to follow what the word of god says we're going to do what we're supposed to do we're going to pray together we're going to eat together we're going to communicate we're not going to have iphones at the dinner table we're not going to be doing texting at the dinner table leave your stinking telephones in the car leave them in your room when we come to the dinner table whatever we don't do this we've got to maintain family unity the frankfurt school has destroyed this again This was a Kabbalist group of people from Goethe University in Germany who fled Germany in 1933 when Hitler took power because they knew that that wasn't going to work well under that administration. They came to Columbia University and our major universities and along with all of the Russian Kabbalists who came over from Europe – who basically, by over a million, of many of them Kabbalists, many of them communists, who came in and were credentialed by our university systems and put into positions of leadership as professors and teachers of the university systems to corrupt the hearts and the minds of the young people. I've got a good friend of mine. He and I went to college together many, many years ago. And we're both 65, 66 years old now. And he has a child who's in his mid-20s, and that child... Went to Florida State University, where you know I went, and you know Sharon went, and that child is a flame-throwing, flame-breathing liberal. wasn't like that when he went up there. Ended up being that way. I said Harrison went up there, getting his master's degree and his law degree, and I warned him before he went. I said, "Look, you got to make sure you don't let these guys mess with your head. These weirdo communist professors." And he told me that he's had. One full-blown communist professor in the law program already trying to indoctrinate the children in his class as to socialism and why it's so great. He has another professor that I knew that I was sending emails back and forth to. and I started sending him information on socialism and communism and what's happening in the university systems. And that professor promptly stopped responding to me and sending me any information back. Oh, yeah. So this is very real. I've experienced it personally. And then you have the full – blown assault on protestants who are primarily white who are primarily christian or were who are primarily the backbone of our society the white christian protestant work ethic that built the united states now all of our black friends that are listening right now i'm not this way i'm not i'm not discounting what happened during slavery and how many black people basically either Did really good things as far as building inventions and all the other things that were done or also the forced labor that was being done. But it wasn't just the blacks. It was also the Irish Americans. They were put into slavery. And there were many folks, white people also, who were brought over from Europe and were sold in indentured servitude for their passage across the ocean for seven years who worked as slaves, as slave labor. And there were also black people who owned slaves. So let's not make this a race issue. Slavery is horrible. It's still going on right now in the world today. It's absolutely awful that somebody thinks they own somebody else. That's a nightmare, whether it's black, white, Irish, Irish. Chinese, Look what happened with the Chinese slave labor in this country. But what we need to look at is it was the white Protestant work ethic, and I learned this in the MBA program over 40 years ago at FSU, that built the United States that kept everything together. One of the key things that has to be done if you're going to have a business or if you're going to have the ability to produce wealth or you're going to have the ability to run a company, you have to have the ability to organize detail. Just let me give you that. The number one cause of business failure in the United States is the inability to organize detail. And what folks don't understand is if you don't organize and do things correctly, it can't be done. A lot of the early labor leaders and a lot of the white Protestants who worked in some of the major corporations, they taught efficiency and a lot of other things to make organizations and, and you know, groups of people and basically employees more. Organized and more efficient as far as labor productivity, all of that stuff was all part of the great expansion and the how should I say the industrial revolution that occurred over a hundred years ago in the United States. Now, the labor unions came in because a lot of the employers were taking advantage of the workers that 's a fact can 't even pretend like that didn 't happen, but the reality is. The communists started a long, long, long time ago, way, way, way back when, hundreds of years ago. And we need to understand that that group of people still right now do the Kabbalists who run the Federal Reserve System, the Sabbatian ZV followers. These basically people are Luciferians. The Bible says that they claim to be Jews. They are not. They are the synagogue of Satan scripture verse. I've given it to you multiple times. So you guys can fuss at somebody else besides me about that one. That's what the word of God says. This group of people is running the planet, and they have been for a long, long time. And Biden now is leading a full-blown assault on these white Protestant America. You know, There's an article that Gregory Hood wrote. He said he explains why many Trump voters feel that they're being criminalized for opposing Biden's agenda. Hood writes that the illegitimate president, which he is, Joe Biden, has called for a constant, unrelenting, Immigration from other countries. Biden said a non-white majority will be a source of our strength. Well, it will be as far as corrupt elections. Biden also said English culture, a white man's culture, has got to change. These are quotes. Racism, Biden said, has been built into every aspect of our system. What? No, it hasn't. Hood also points out that Biden has assembled a government that regards White, patriotic, conservative Americans as likely dangerous members of a white supremacist militia prone to violence. Austin just said that. Half the population now is being targeted. The mega-terrorist image created by the media is being used to pass a domestic terrorism bill, unbelievable, to silence dissenters from the anti-constitutional, anti-white direction our country is being forced to go into. Whether or not we agree with Hood's perspective, the image that Biden is creating of Trump voters is the antithesis of unity. Biden is isolating and demonizing 50 percent of the American citizens. Reading Hood's article reminds me that I've seen on previous occasions the mischaracterization of white people concerned about the erosion of civil liberties as member of white extremist militias. Whoa. You hear what I just said? This is the mischaracterization of white people, basically as white extremist militias. Remember what happened with the Oklahoma City bombing on April the 19th, 1995? It was used to demonize white Americans who were discontent with the infringements of civil liberty, harsh liberal attacks on the Second Amendment, and mild liberal attitude towards real criminals, criminals, and also what was going on with Waco, what was going on with Ruby Ridge, and all of the other stuff that was happening under that Clinton administration and under the former Bush administration. The media used the Oklahoma City bombing to create in the public's mind – a vast right-wing conspiratorial movement of anti-government extremism. Now, this is – I'm quoting Paul Craig Roberts right now. Democrats and the media used the bombing to associate extremism with the agenda of the Republican Party, which was accused of sowing distrust of government institutions and creating a climate that fostered violence. Laws were passed, and the FBI was given monitoring responsibility for militia groups, which sometimes seems to have been the FBI's – own creations. That's exactly where we are right now. Right now, the Democrats and the media are saying about the fake news storming of the Capitol by mega terrorists and de- enemies of democracy. There was no fake. There was no storming of the Capitol. The Capitol wasn't burned down. The Senate buildings weren't ransacked. That didn't happen. We had a few dozen people, many of them Antifa and Democrats, and people who never voted before storming the Capitol, basically after they opened the gates and opened the doors. And now the guy who sh- – the cop who shot the woman, the, the military girl, the Navy girl, he's not even being charged for anything. So all of this stuff – remember, dual Israeli citizen Jerome Nadler, Gerald Nadler from Democrat New York. He enters the bill title, The Domestic Insurgency Act of 1995 which seems to have already been written and waiting in the wings. The bill was so extreme that it amended chapter 115 of title 18 of the U.S. code to read whoever knowingly participates in a paramilitary organization shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. What? Biden's domestic terrorism bill is actually worse under this bill If a person doesn't have, a person doesn't have to be a member of a paramilitary organization, simply stating that your belief that the 2020 presidential election was stolen or dissenting from controlled explanations can be evidence that you are a domestic terrorist and an enemy of democracy. Ruby Ridge, Waco, Oklahoma City bombing were three events that caused millions of Americans to lose confidence in the FBI as an honest organization. With integrity. Notice how they couldn't put a team together to investigate Hunter Biden's laptop with all of that child porn and abuse and rape on that laptop showing him doing it. They couldn't investigate that, but they could investigate the people who marched on the Capitol building. Simultaneously, propaganda associated with these events of Oklahoma City and Ruby Widge and Waco has called millions of other Americans to believe that there was a white militia conspiracy forming against the American democracy. They actually believed this stuff, guys. They've been brainwashed. A large part of the country did not believe the official narrative, and a large part of the country fell for it. And that's one of the reasons all of this stuff was happened to try to discredit white people who were standing for the conservation of the United States and basically conservative values in the United States. It's so important. You guys... This is so critical. you get this? If we don't stand against this, we're going to have the same demonization that happened against the Jews in the Third Reich. I'm telling you, that's going to happen. They're going to start pegging white Christians. You're a white Christian. You got white privilege. What's wrong with you, boy? No reason to expect that the consequences to be any different. It might take longer. But as the Democrats flood America with people of other races and other countries who haven't been taught what a republic is and what our constitution is, who were raised under the guise of communism. White Americans continue to lose from the equal protection of law. Already Biden has declared that English jurisprudential culture, equal treatment under the law, is a white man's culture that has to change. I'm going to say this one more time. Biden has declared that English jurisprudential culture, which means... Equal treatment under the law guaranteed to us by our creator and our republic and our constitution that it is a white man's culture that has to change. So equal protection under the law will no longer be afforded to white people. What the H-E double sticks is going on with this country, guys? How in the world can we sit back and think, this is going to be okay. It's going to work itself out. It's not okay. And we have to be vocal. and We have to stand against it every time we can. Wow. Austin, what do you think? no well said i mean this is this is why
0: you're starting to see the aspects of what's going on on wall street and so many other people starting to stand up it's it, it's what we're starting to see is the beginning phases of a revolution a true one and i'm just going to be honest with you about that i'm not calling yep. for arms right now i'm not calling for violence i've never encouraged violence you guys know that but this is how it starts This is how it begins, because what happens is when you push a group of people into a corner so far and you demonize them to such a point that they have nothing left to lose, which is exactly what we're doing right now, and you continue to take everything they have, they have nothing left to lose. So there's only one option left, and that's exactly where they're trying to push this narrative, except now the issue that we find is that the media – and the platforms that control media and social media and so forth are doing so much damage control. And so many people have now been brainwashed. I mean, I'm talking full-blown brainwashed to the point that they don't even know how to have cognitive reasoning or deductive reasoning or thinking skills much past a second or third grade level now. I'm being honest with that. And it's not because they're dumb. It's not because they're dumb at all. It's because they've literally allowed themselves to be brainwashed by the psychological operations and the brain control files, primarily a lot of which are through the television. remember the television, I think it was back in the 50s. I don't have it in front of me right now. But originally the television was built and patented as a brain training tool. That's what it was designed for. It was designed to do psychological operations. There's a film, and I, I don't recommend watching it unless you can see it on television, edited. Speaking of that, or if you want to see the context of television and what they can do with it, is a film called Clockwork Orange. It's a very, very disturbing film. It was done by Stanley Kubrick years ago when he was actually exposing a lot of stuff. And it goes into the deep detail of the CIA operations and what they did to individuals and controlling them and changing entire behavior patterns of individuals. Very, very weird. This is exactly what they have done now. If you're awake and you know what's happening, when you see this stuff in a movie or on television, you go, oh, wow. That's – wow. That, look, look at that. Look at what they just did. Bam, bam, bam. You see it. You call it out. The problem is – You don't realize that a lot of people, when they see it, they don't even realize they see it. They just took it into their brain subconsciously, and they're going to spit it back out, and they're going to allow it to control them. This is why I tell people I don't watch the mainstream news at all. I don't watch Fox. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch NBC. I don't watch any of it at all. Even if you're awake, you will find out. Just within a few short minutes of watching a lot of those news agencies, they will already start to mold and shape your perception of what they're telling you. It's very easy. You watch it, it's done. This is why most of the time if I read articles from those companies and those agencies that are all intertwined with the CIA, especially the CNN. I mean, they're they're like the CIA's brainchild. They go in now. And they, you can watch it happen. And so you read it online, you read an article online, you can read through the propaganda when you read something. That's the difference. When you're reading an article, you're having to read it, you're having to analyze it, and then you're having to basically absorb what they're saying and decide if it's something that you agree with. When you're watching television, especially late at night, this is why the news comes on at 6 o'clock. And they go, oh, no, Austin, it's because people want to see what's going on in the news after work. Well, that's, that is partially the truth, but that's not the main reason why. The human mind, after you've been up, say, at 6, 7 a.m., you've gotten ready, you've gone to your job, whatever that job may be, or you go to your company or you go to your business that you're running and you work all day. You're working for 7, 8, 9, 10 hours a day, and you basically get home. Your, your body's tired. The body's fatigued. And you want to sit down and relax, and you go, man, what's going on today? I'm curious to see what's on the news. I've been so busy, I haven't watched much of anything. So you sit down on the couch, you flip on the television, and what do you do? You watch the mainstream news. Well, at that point in time, you kind of phase out. You go into kind of a secondary brain pattern where you are no longer focused on what they're really saying. You're just absorbing what they're telling you. Because here's the thing. The media doesn't tell you what to think. They tell you what to think about they continually put ideas, and they plant them in your head subconsciously, and they repeat them over and over and over again. This is why you heard the terminology and the phrases at the beginning of the COVID pandemic. You heard them say things like, we just have to flatten the curve. It's, we have, it's for the greater good. You need to wear your mask for the good of everybody. You know, we just basically need to lock down, and we need to flatten the curve. And you heard all these terms, and you hear them with a lot of different stuff. I hear them say the same thing when they go against guns, and they start talking about, you know, these are assault weapons. These are assault weapons. And I've even caught myself before, and I'm like, oh, they want to ban assault weapons. First off, there is absolutely no context under any circumstance that you can describe a semi-automatic AR-15 as an assault weapon, any more than you can call a baseball bat an assault weapon. The term assault weapon is used to describe a weapon in the form that it's being used. You're assaulting somebody with a weapon, a chain, a knife, a baseball bat, a yardstick, a golf club. Any of those can be an assault weapon. Now what they've done is they've used the term military weapons and assault weapons under the militarization and the military definitions. And they've described that to even basic semi-automatic Defensive firearms. This is why they constantly use the term assault weapon, assault weapon, assault weapon, assault weapon. It's a big, scary term. It's been used now so much that anytime you hear the word assault weapon, you go, what's the first thing everybody thinks of? They've trained everybody so well. You go, assault weapon must be an AR-15. That's the first thing everybody thinks. Oh, it was an AR-15. It was an assault rifle. I've even had people argue before. They're so stupid, they argue with me that AR stands for assault rifle, and it fires 15 rounds a second. I kid you not, that's how dumb some people are. They don't know, it's Armalite rifle. Oh my gosh, that's what it was originally standing for. No, it's a assault rifle. And you're like, dude, stop talking. You're just parroting everything you heard online. So again, it is crucial that you continue to get information like this on our show. We have article after article after article we post on our website. Please send those articles out to people. Relay our show and send our show to people. If you don't want to send our show to people, send the articles to people. Get the truth out there because we are in the middle of an awakening right now. And I told you guys this month ago, month and a half ago. I said – The only benefit we have, the only benefit, it is the only, it is the one benefit, one singular, not plural, one, that is it. One benefit of having Biden in office is now a good deal of the patriot community is no longer going to be brainwashed by the Q PSYCOP and we are all going to start realizing there is no plan. There is no Trump salvation savior ideology that they're pushing. There is nobody coming to save the United States. If it is to be, it's up to the patriots and the American patriot Christian community to stand their ground. It doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter one bit. We are all in this together, and the unity has to bring us together to stand against one main perpetrator enemy that we're facing now and that is simply the banking global cartel that has infiltrated our U.S. government, has infiltrated our monetary system, has infiltrated Wall Street and almost every other aspect including our food industry in the country. Once we stand up and say no, we can make the difference. So continue to get this information out there. What do you think, Dad?
1: Uh, Really well said, Austin, And, and what we need to understand is that, you know, Everything is infiltrated. You know, BlackRock and these other Kabbalist organizations, they control like 95 percent of the Fortune 500 corporations, including our media, including our government, including our food distribution, including everything. You know, and so they're basically doing whatever they want to do to bring in their new world order, which is what the Bible tells us is going to happen. We're going to have a one-world government, guys, under a one-world currency, and they're going to force you to take the bark of the beast, or so they're not going to allow you to buy, sell, or trade. This is the Word of God says. Now, I really believe that we can postpone this. I believe they're 20 to 30 years behind on their agenda right now. I believe we can push it another 40 or 50 years. But the problem is we've got to stand in unison right now, and they're doing everything they can to fracture us. They're doing everything they can, like I had mentioned earlier with Cloward and Piven. Now remember this. You know, Biden has we'll put orders in now on immigration to have DHS and ICE to put them into a state of confusion over border enforcement to allow the maximum amount of people to come to the United States. Cloward and Piven, these are two professors that were hardcore communists. They developed something called the Cloward and Piven strategy, which seeks to destroy the Republican capitalism by overloading the government bureaucracy. Basically, they want to put as many social welfare programs into place as possible to bankrupt everything. By issuing dozens of executive orders in about a week, it's hard to keep up with the damage that Biden is doing to the country. Among other, Biden's directives is one that will have a significant impact on our border security. According to Breitbart, Biden signed two executive orders released to the Department of Homeland Security memo, which has left immigration and customs enforcement confused as to their enforcement duties. Former ICE director Thomas Homan told Breitbart that it's a mess. Speaking of Biden's orders and directed to agency staff, Biden's orders bans the agency from deporting nearly all illegal aliens for 100 days. An order which has at least been temporarily blocked by a federal judge. The executive order would ban deportation of all illegal aliens with the exception of those what convicted of aggravated felonies. So, wow. The director would also ban ICE agents from arresting illegal aliens who are not convicted felons known or suspected terrorists or newly arrived border jumpers. Sources have told Breitbart that the memo has led to the mass confusion at DHS with no direction offered as to how ICE agents can arrest and detain illegal aliens who have not yet been convicted of aggravated felonies with no end goal for their removal. ICE facilities are not set up for long-term detention. So here we go. If MS-13 gang member gets arrested for child rape. ICE cannot take him because he hasn't been convicted. Quote: Even if he has a final order for removal, if he posts bond, ICE cannot touch him. This is merely another example of how these Democrats, these clouded and pivot Democrats who want to destroy the social fabric of the United States, these cabalists at the highest level, are, have been emboldened because of Joe Biden throwing down with criminals. While hosing over law enforcement and not letting the police officers have the right to detain people. This is nuts. You know, Jeff French said something to me several months ago, or about a month ago, before this whole thing was going on. And I said, how much worse do you think Biden, I asked him this on the air, how much worse do you think Biden's going to be than, than, uh, than, uh, than, than the gay Kenyan Barack Obama? And he, either Jeff's either said 10 times or 100 times. I can't remember. And I thought, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't think so, but whatever. Jeff was right again. Let me say this to you, Jeff. If you're listening, you were right again. It's going to be, it's so much more worse. Now, at that time, Jeff and I were discussing if Donald Trump could basically get the election to be correct and overturn the fraud that was done. In the election process. And I told Jeff it wasn't going to be possible because, again, the attorney general refused to act. It wasn't going to be anything we could do other than overturning it through Congress. That wasn't going to happen simply because so many Democrats were in control. And so here we are. We're in a situation where I did not want Joe Biden to win, but Donald Trump was also being controlled by the cabal. So we have found ourselves in the perfect storm. We've got the Republican Party controlled by the cabal because of Jeffrey Epstein, who was a dual Israeli citizen who worked for Mossad, who was an employee of Israel, blackmailing thousands of our officials that we know of, at least a thousand, that we were involved in raping of young girls and who knows what else. And now we have the Democrats who are also involved in the same nefarious activities who are also hardcore communists, running both sides of the agenda, exactly like Otto Kahn said they did 100 years ago. They controlled both sides of the narrative. So until we expose this stuff and root it out, it's going to get worse, guys. It's going to get a lot, lot worse. So all we can do at this point is pray. And we need to realize that Jesus is the only answer we have. That's it. Without Christ, we are absolutely hosed. And I'm just telling you that. You shall call his name Jesus. He is the Lamb of God. The same Jesus that saved Austin in that crash on Saturday. The same Jesus that has restored so many people to being right with God. That same Jesus. He's our counselor. He's our good shepherd. He's our savior. He's our redeemer. He's our deliverer. He's the Messiah. He's the way. He's Lord God Almighty. He is the only hope we have, and they know that. That's why in Masonic lodges, you cannot mention the name of Jesus because they are directly tied together with the Kabbalahs, and they are running this entire planet through the CFR and through the Bilderberger group and all these other nefarious groups. That's why we have to continually proclaim the name of Jesus. It's the only power we have against this. And it will win if we allow it to. It will stop this. It will prevent this from happening for an extended period of time. And we can have a reprieve in this country if we'll have a revival and we'll get on our knees And we'll have a giant revival all over the United States. And people will turn and repent for what they've done. And they will stand against this new world order. Otherwise, it won't make any difference. I'm telling you guys that right now. And I love you guys. And I appreciate you guys. And I pray for you every day. And I pray for you this morning. But we've got to stand in unison and prayer together. It's the only hope we have at this point. Austin, what do you think, bud? You're
0: you're 100% accurate on that.
1: And, I mean, I personally think
0: that a A lot lot of these – Global banker boys, they're behind on their schedule. This is why they've tried to step up stuff so quickly. And you know, that's why originally it was, you know, agenda 2020. Then it turned into agenda 2030. Now they're talking about they want to have agenda 2050. The only way they further this is if good men do nothing. The only way they further this is if the Christian patriot community stands up for nothing. The only way they continue this is if we continue to consent. When they come out now and they start saying, you need to wear double mask on all transit, how about no? How about everybody says no? I've said this before and I'll say it again. They can't hang us all. That analogy is referenced from centuries ago, meaning they can't arrest all of us. There's not enough little do-boy law enforcement officers that are going to follow the law as far as follow the unconstitutional law. A lot of law enforcement officers are still patriots, and they're going to reach a point where they're going to say, no, we're not going to stand for this anymore. So continue to keep the fight going. Continue to speak your mind and stand up for what's right. If you need anything, give us a call, healthmasters.com, the HGH Stimulate on sale for product of the week. Check it out, healthmasters.com. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Vote for what you want to see win tomorrow on the website and products of the week. Stay frosty, stay sharp. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.